Hey, this is the franchise, Shane Douglas. When you want all the information about the great sport of professional wrestling, all you have to do is come right here, the official podcast for Wrestling News Source. You are now listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your wrestling information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Dan O'Haran. I'm Tyler Hayfair. And we welcome you to episode 436 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, doing this podcast, on YouTube, doing this video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Okay, back into things. Uh, we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, and Spotify. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Domino's Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, Domino's underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear. Uh, we're also on Apple Podcasts. Just yes. search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You know Podcast. what? You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Oh, you son of a bitch. What's the job? That was it. Oh. All, right. All right, cool. So welcome to the show. We've got plenty to talk about this week. Uh... We're going to cover Raw, AEW, NXT, plenty of hot topics to go around as well. And we're going to give you the, uh, the we're going to explain as to why we were not on the show, or we didn't have a show last week. Well, there's two reasons. Aside from Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. that was, well, that we, was, we had planned. That was the original reason. Yeah, that was the original plan. But uh, even to do like an earlier show, if we wanted to, yeah. that got tossed out the window. Yeah. So uh, um, we've had an, we've had an exciting scary year. Uh, events that popped up or mm-hmm. event event I don't know if you call it event a situation that popped up maybe that world headlines world headlines and um, it's still scary now yeah um, in a different way uh, so one of the chemical plants uh, in the town I live in mere miles from your home miles yeah under like two, two miles yeah um, four miles from my house. Just in that evacuation zone. It started exploding. Well, that's not the term. Exploding implies that there was multiple happening at once. There was an explosion. There was one. And then 13 hours later, there was a second explosion. Yes. Um, This is like 1 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Uh, The alarms on uh, my my vehicle and my wife's vehicle was uh, going off. My wife heard the explosion. I mm-hmm. did not. I didn't either. I slept right through it. Uh, yeah, because I texted you <laughs> to something in the morning. Um, no, I called you, mm. I think. Yeah. And um, so my wife was freaking out. Like, what was that? And she was pacing back and forth. It's like, everything's fine. It's all right. And she went to do some research on the internet or to Facebook the internet group uh, for the city and see what was going on. Um, so I was in the bed and there was my daughter and I was trying to go back to sleep, but I had an uneasy feeling because I heard these, uh, zooming sound. Hmm. It was cars zooming past their house. They were getting the hell out of there. Yeah. Um, the first thing is, uh, my wife, uh, people were saying that one of the other plants has, uh, caught on the fire. It wasn't the, one of the, the larger plants, larger. This one in comparison is fairly small. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the case. It was the other one. Uh, but we got out of there real quick. We packed, you know, 
packed up my daughter and a few things and we got out of there. Um, we went to another town that's like three or four towns away. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where my in-laws live and that's a good distance away from it. And uh, we stayed up until like, I stayed up till like four, went to bed and I had to be up at six. So I had to be at work at seven. Um, so, long day. Yeah, it was a very long day. It felt like two days in one. Mm-hmm. And about 1 p.m., because there was smoke uh, that was going on. And it wasn't going in our direction uh, at first. But then we were looking at looking at this smoke at work. And I was like, look at these flames. They're really tall. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> boom, I felt it and I saw it. I heard all that stuff and second explosion. Well, okay, to go back, mm-hmm. uh, when the first explosion, they were uh, getting all the information, all the news channels and all that stuff. They were saying anyone who lives in a half a mile from it needs to evacuate. Get away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then by the end of that day, yes, uh, they were saying that um, <coughs> everyone in the town that I live in Everyone within a four-mile radius, there was a mandatory evacuation yes. in place, which to me is incredible because normally you hear, oh, there's a voluntary evacuation. You know, we want you to be safe. It, it completely bypassed that, went straight to get out of here, go somewhere safe. Yeah. And, you know, there's the fear of the unknown, what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Is all the other stuff going to catch on fire and stuff? Because there's people posting articles, not articles, but Facebook posts and saying, you know, if it catches this part on the fire, that, you know, or these, it can level the whole town, mm. you know, stuff like that. And that's freaky, too, you know. Yeah. I was trying to get my mom out. My mom wanted to get out, but she was trying to get her dad out, my grandpa. And he didn't want to go. She finally got him out. Um, that also we were nervous about, you know, it's important, you know, you know that you're alive. It doesn't yeah. matter if your things are gone, but you're still, if something happens to your things, you know, some people are still sad. Mm-hmm. So we don't have renter's insurance. Well, I'm, I'm about to get renter's, <laughs> renter's yeah. insurance. So I was, I was scared. I was going to lose all the things and have to start over and all that stuff. But they got the fire un- under control. Yeah. Um, but yesterday last night um they were saying shelter in place because they finally got the fire out Mm -hmm. shelter in place because chemicals in the air yeah major a high level of chemicals so we got out and went to stay with my in-laws um but still the news um is trying to figure out you know trying to figure out what was in those tanks and all that stuff mm-hmm. and then also they're trying to figure out if that company is telling the truth of seeing how much because they're doing tests how many like how much of the chemicals are in the air what do we do because there's some people because okay that town port nature's they had school monday and tuesday which they shouldn't have done that there's a story of a kid of their ki- uh skin burning mm-hmm. from the chemicals um they yeah they shouldn't have I mean, brought those kids back to school uh for the rest of the week they're they're off yeah um so now it's just scary because and this is going to mean to uh this is this i'm going into rambling mode but uh rambling rabbit rambling rabbit um i've always had a fear because we 
I've always lived around these plants and stuff. Mm-hmm. What are we breathing? Is you know stuff like that, and also um, explosions. We, you know, people will say, "Well, explosions happen all the time. You just don't know about it." Yeah, which that may be the case because they can handle it. But this is the first that it's, it's been like this, and you know, it makes me sick to my stomach thinking about these companies who own these plants because i don't blame the workers i don't i blame Mm. the people who own these plants and stuff putting here you know the stuff that they produce the chemicals they 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 go out in the air it's going to harm people it it could cause cancer and you know what these people high above it there don't give a shit it's all about the money it's all about the greed you know Mm -hmm. oh you know we get cancer we'll just do a little payout but we're still business is still good you know like don't give a fuck about people's health like these people who probably own it probably don't even live here. No. They don't give a shit, you know? And it's like spokes on a wheel. It's it, it it's sad and very, very disgusting like how this. the almighty dollar does this to people yeah. like that. They don't give a fuck if oh this person has cancer and they have something growing out of their skin. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of bullshit because last night you know, I have a daughter, you know. she's one, you know, and we got out of there. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, shelter in place, uh, turn the air conditioner off and, you know, uh, put stuff at the door, make sure things don't come, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Yeah. And it is. Uh, for for myself, you know, we were just outside the four-mile uh, blast radius that they were calling for an, a mandatory evacuation. And we were kind of debating on if we wanted to go or not. Um, but we decided, you know, let's let's be safe and not sorry. Yeah. So we packed about... I packed about a week's worth of clothes because you never know what, yeah. what could happen. And I certainly didn't want to be somewhere where I only had the clothes that I was wearing. So I just went in my closet, grabbed about a week's worth of clothes, you know, utilities and all that, um, wedding photos and, and then the dogs. And uh, we packed up and went to Kelsey's parents who fortunately live, you know, a good distance away. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was probably about a 20 minute drive, which isn't, which isn't too bad. Um, so that's we got to stay there for the night, and then uh, then the next day, of course, was Thanksgiving, and we drove down to the beach and uh, had uh, Thanksgiving lunch with my mom and uh, and all that, and we ended up staying back at my uh, in laws' house again for uh, for Thursday night, and got up Friday. Um, we ended up coming back Friday night, and uh, and everything was fine. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a freaky situation because, you know, anything can go wrong at any point in time and, you know, whatever happened that caused the incident happened. Yeah. Um, from my understanding, that chemical plant was in violation of a lot of things prior to that did not go fixed. It's, it, it's crazy that the people who keep plants in check like osha and other stuff like that they mm-hmm. did not catch it they did not do this like well, what does that say you know or like, maybe they caught it and said hey you guys have you know x amount of days before we you guys need to fix it and something happened between them who or, knows we don't know yeah um there's they said three plant workers got hurt they got hurt what's a, what's incredible is for the damage that it caused there was not a single fatality and i find yeah. that to be astounding yeah like i'm surprised that all of the workers were okay with the exception of the, like the three that got injured. I think one suffered like a broken arm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a ruptured eardrum or two, because I mean, if it was loud enough to, to wake the entire neighborhood, imagine smash glass. Yeah. 
you know. And, uh, uh, and what's crazy is that it even showed up on Doppler radar from the explosion. Really? Yeah, I saw a video, and you see you see a big plume, and then you see the trail of, of smoke going uh, to the uh, people to the are east. Listen, you could probably find this on the internet somewhere, but people have doorbell cams. Yeah, called that. You know, the explosion. There's uh, there's a street. That has businesses, a lot of the glass shattered. Mm-hmm. There's people's garage doors got even messed the, up. Even the schools. I had a li- yeah, yeah, that got a lot of damage. I have a little damage in my house. The the back door frame got cracked. Mm-hmm. So, um, did you check in the attic or anything? I looked. I couldn't go all the way in the attic because yeah. it's weird and there's insulation everywhere and you have to crawl through there. Mm-hmm. So I only like went up and looked around with the flashlight like that. I didn't see nothing. Yeah. That fucking attic sucks. <laughs> it's not. It's not neat. It's very disgusting up there. There's insulation everywhere. There's not nothing mm. keeping down. It's. It's just old, old and disgusting. <laughs> um, but the good news is we're all okay for now. We're all okay. It's just it's very nerve wracking. My wife is yeah. scared. You yeah. know, um, which is to be understandable. I mean, if you're woken up by a giant explosion at one o'clock in the morning, now any kind of loud noise will yeah. kind of trigger people. Yeah. Like I've been seeing a lot of posts on, uh, on social media, people saying I'm waking up, you know, scared to death. And you know, Oh, there was a transformer that blew. Yeah. By you have the, a lot uh, of complex. that. And you have a lot of people who think they know better. But like, uh, y'all just need to get over yourself. There's people like that too. Right yeah. now, you know, it's just, you know, just let people be, you know, because yeah. I'm, I'm people process too. things as yeah. different ways. Um, so. And it's just, I'm nervous now with all the chemicals in there too. And yeah, all stuff. And how long is this going to last? And they're going to keep telling us, Oh, this, uh, stay indoors for this. And mm-hmm. we're not taking a chance. When we hear that, we're out of the town and we're going to my in-laws because I have a one year old and I don't, yeah. you know, not taking her. any chances. Yeah, Cause tonight, uh, my wife, even though they lifted the mandatory, uh, not the mandatory, the voluntary, uh, voluntary um, evacuation and the stay indoors, they lifted that. Uh, my wife is still scared, so she's staying with the in-laws tonight, and I'm staying with you tonight. Her parents. What did I say? Her in-laws. Oh. <laughs> she's staying <laughs> Your with in-laws, her parents. <laughs> staying with her parents. Um, <laughs> and I'm staying with you tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Stay close to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, man, it's... It's in the back of my head, man. I've, I've, become and it will be for a while. Paranoid about a lot of different things, you know. Yeah, and and you know that's that's going to be in the back of your mind for a while. Anytime you hear a noise, and eventually it'll kind of settle and you'll be able to go back to somewhat of a normal life, I guess. And then April will be here, and we'll have all kinds of fun. I'm ready for that. Yeah, me the, too. Okay, people are going to think I'm freaking nuts. What I'm about to say, freaking nuts. That's where my mindset goes. Um. I know you can't always believe what you read on the internet. Blah, 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 blah. Everything is that. true on the internet. What are you talking um, about? See, I'm nervous about like this is political shit I'm about to talk about. Um, I read an article, multiple articles, with the stuff that's going on with Trump. And was it uh, Kim Jong-un? Is he North or South Korea? North. North. If they don't like... North equals no, as in no fun. South equals we're here to party. <laughs> uh, I guess they're not on good terms still or whatever. And he said, if Trump doesn't respond, he'll have, uh, 
uh, a Christmas gift and people were like pondering up, pondering up. People were um, assuming because he's doing stuff with missiles and yeah, he's been doing that for for years. Yeah, That's makes me nervous. I'm already, I'm already a basket case about this, and you know, it's I guess what we are, you know, by plants and stuff. And yeah, if that gets hit, we're all going up. <laughs> well, if that happens, then we won't really know about it because it'll be too late <laughs> by the time we process everything. But uh, hopefully, that never happens, and uh, we'll be a little lower yeah. on the list of yeah, 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 of yeah. stuff that goes wrong. Um, so yeah, you know it's it's been a crazy week, and uh, you know this is uh, our first attempt of normalcy, getting back to the podcast and watching a little wrestling, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about rum now. Yeah, because uh, we've we've teamed up with the fine folks over at Kraken Rum. Yeah, they've got a, a nice little contest going on right now that is going to have a chance for you and a guest to go to WrestleMania round trip. Uh, now this is for U.S. only. Uh, you must be 21 or older, and the contest does end on December 13th. So you do have a little bit of time, depending on when you listen to this episode. Uh, if you go to KrakenTakedown.com, and you can register for your chance to win. That's K-R-A-K-E-N Takedown, T-A-K-E-D-O-W-N.com. What are you doing? Are you trying to like sign it to me? Those aren't the right like signs. I said dot org. It's not dot org either. Don't <laughs> don't try and confuse our listeners. Sorry, it's not dot org. You can go to crackandtakedown.com, register for a chance to win a trip for two to WrestleMania, and uh hopefully you could be one of the winners. You never know. Yeah. Uh and also they are uh I, I spoke to one of the spoken yeah, talked to one of the representatives. They're gonna be sending us a uh prize package with like koozies t-shirts other kind of stuff and so we're going to be able to give one of those away which is really cool i find that to be awesome that we can give something like that away and then uh supposedly they're sending us a bottle of kraken rum for us to try which i know tyler is very excited about uh now i'll be a huckabay along with this contest they created three cocktail drinks um to signify uh, three NXT superstars and their finishing maneuver because they want to know how you're going to finish off the Kraken. Yeah. Would it be the uh, the last shot from Adam Cole, Pete Dunn's... Um, I don't know if I still have it on there, I could read it. Yeah. You keep talking until I find this. Well, that's what I was going to do. I was going to pull oh, up. We were both I was going to pull it up. Um, you probably find it faster than me. Well, I've got it saved in my photos. But uh, my I do not. Really slow. I've got a slow phone. I've got the. I still have the iPhone 6. If that tells you anything. <laughs> okay, so it's got Pete Dunn's The Bitter End, Adam Cole's The Last Shot, and then uh, Shayna Baszler's The Carafuda Clutch. Yes. Um, they, they, they all sound good. They really do. Uh, I'm, I'm more leaning towards The Last Shot just because it's got some root beer in it, root beer and rum. Uh, that should be interesting. But uh, <clears throat> if you want to make this at home... Folks who are 21 or up, uh, to make the bitter end, and feel free to rewind this episode or pause as we say off the ingredients, uh, take two ounces Kraken rum, one ounce triple sec, five ounce orange juice, a splash of lemon lime soda, and two dashes of orange bitters. Uh, all you have to do is fill a glass with crushed ice. If you don't have crushed ice, find ice and then, some, then crush it. Hmm. Then add Kraken rum and triple sec to a glass. 
Top with orange juice and splash of lemon lime soda on top. Then dash the bitters. The end. Uh, for the Carafuda Clutch, take two ounces of Kraken rum, half an ounce of lime juice, three ounces of pineapple juice, splash of grenadine, fill a glass with crushed ice, add ingredients to glass except for the grenadine, stir, add a splash of grenadine on top, and serve. Now this one... Uh, the last shot takes a little bit of prep time. Yeah. Just because it has black cherry jello. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I'm like, ooh, okay. It's got three ingredients that I can I can dig. You need a cup of Kraken rum, a cup of root beer, and one three-ounce box of black cherry jello. If you add root beer to a medium-sized saucepan, bring it to a boil, remove the saucepan from the heat, add jello, and stir until the mix is completely dissolved. Then add the Kraken rum and stir again. Carefully pour ingredients into plastic shot glasses. Let chill for two hours. Oh, for two hours, man. Yeah. So that's why I say it takes a little bit of prep time, but uh, we're I think it's going to be worth it in the end to do this. Yeah, uh, make a video and have someone professionally make do- these drinks for us. Yes. for us to try. Yes, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully that'll happen soon, and uh, you guys can Dude, check out the I wonderful think it drinks. Would be badass if uh, I don't know if other companies would do this or whatever, they already probably have people doing it. Like if we can get in the business of, we'll try your stuff. Let's just yeah. we'll make videos. Send us to free send to, yeah. And we'll, we'll <laughs> I'm promote all for it. it. We'll promote it. You know what I mean? This drink, yeah. but, but, but I'm really, I'm really happy that we get to partner up with Kraken because one, it's cool that they're teaming up with WWE to send yeah. someone to WrestleMania Two, It's even cooler that they're working with us. Yeah. For me, at least, I don't know about other people, but I find that to be really awesome. That's really cool. And I, I like rum. Yeah. So, uh, I can't wait to do all this stuff. You know? I'm, uh, I don't know if you've ever tried, have you ever tried the rum cakes from like the, uh, Tortuga rum cakes? Oh no. Cause you've never been on a cruise before. No. Oh man, dude, if you ever go on a cruise, make sure to get, the uh, pineapple rum cake. So good. Sounds good. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Um, so, who knows? Maybe we can make some rum cake with some cracking rum as well. Or make the one everyone wants. Rum ham. Rum ham. Rum ham. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll see how it goes. And uh, be on the lookout for that contest because we'll, we'll be doing it. And uh, we're, we're just going to make it simple. Something where anyone who enters has a chance to win. Uh, you know, like let us know which drink you'd rather take or which finisher you prefer. Um, you know, and I and can't we'll wait to taste it. You know, and I know I'm not one of these people who are like a connoisseur who like, this is what you oh, taste. Oh, you, you can like taste that. the vanilla and the, th- the dry I know that sounds like snooty, but you know, when they do that stuff, but yeah. I think it's interesting because... Uh, when I went to Jack Daniels Distillery and we did the uh, taste testing tour, mm-hmm. he's like, "Okay, you know, put this at the tip of your tongue. You taste this, and when it goes to the back of your throat, you taste that." I was like, "Holy shit, they're right!" Yeah, because <laughs> when you're drinking, you you taste something, but you don't. It's not like you take the time to taste these specific flavors. Mm-hmm. You just you know drink it. You know, just so chug it down. I think it's neat. Hug so. it, chug it, football <laughs> yeah. all night. So, uh, so yeah. So, again, if you want to try and enter the contest, again, it must be in the U.S. only. You must be 21 and up, and the deadline t- to register is uh, December 13th. Go to KrakenTakedown.com to register for your chance to win a trip for two at WrestleMania. And be on the lookout for us to try some of the Kraken rum. I'm, l- I'm really looking forward to it. Um, 
the last time I spoke to to my contact contact with Kraken Rum, they were dealing with a severe weather in New Jersey. I think it was snowing up there quite a bit. So hopefully that does not delay the rum from getting here. But once it gets here, we'll put together something, try it out, and uh, should be really good. I'm looking forward to it. Hell yeah. So we talked about those. We talked about uh, our lovely evacuation Thanksgiving. <sighs> yeah. Evacuation vacation is what I call this. <laughs> Uh, you got to try and find the positive somewhere. I know. I end up playing my Switch a lot. Yeah. Well, what sucks is like my sister and her family were planning on driving down here from Dallas, which mm-hmm. is about a five and a half to six hour drive, depending on traffic. And it ended up being a blessing in disguise that they didn't come. My niece caught the flu Ooh. right before they were supposed to come. And there she was like, I don't know if we're going to be able to make it. You know, I don't want to risk taking her down getting everyone sick or anything so they stayed up there and then we got the explosion and evacuation she was like well it's a good thing we didn't come down because we would have just had to pack up and leave again yeah so it ended up working out and you know it was a it made for a memorable thanksgiving oh i was just uh for the most part i was just a paranoid guy yeah and i i I still am to a certain extent you know well also because you're a lot closer to the to the explosion than i was so, but it's nuts. It's crazy. Very much so. But fortunately, we were okay, and yeah, we were able to watch wrestling, even though Raw okay for now. Raw was not that great. And, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember. It was Squash City. Yeah, you know, with Thanksgiving being around, uh, I watched certain things, and I don't know. I was in and out with my mind, you know, with a lot of things. I think. In my opinion, the only like real things I like truly focused on watching was uh, most of AEW, mm-hmm. some of NXT. Yeah, <laughs> so I was playing my Switch and we watched all of NXT. Yeah, we watched a lot of NXT, <laughs> and I didn't watch this, but I watched segments of backstage, and I have my opinions on certain things with backstage yeah. when it comes to it. Hey, we can talk about it now. Uh, okay, we'll get into it. Go for it. Have at it. I know you told me they're trying, to go, they're trying to go for this real feeling and, you know, uh, well, they try to break down the wall and like, okay, as wrestling fans, we're not used to that. Sure. We're not used to that yeah. because we are now just breaking down the rules and the walls of WWE this last few years Jericho. with, uh, yeah, with, um, with them, you know, breaking their own rules, to be honest with you, because mm-hmm. signing in, um, uh, indie talent bringing them in stuff like that uh mentioning certain things and it's like oh they're doing this now mentioning their work on the independent circuit yeah doing all that stuff and that they portray characters yeah because back in the past it's like oh you're an independent wrestler we don't want nothing to do with you and stuff like that and you have to be big and stuff and that's all changed but like backstage is like taking the real aspect of stuff and saying things and it's like the Rollins stuff was so freaking weird. I'm not going to lie, in my opinion. And I know they're trying to get ratings, uh, Foxes. Um, but the whole, okay, hey, let's talk to you about uh, why do you think the fans hate you? You know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I did this, 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 and they're not happy with this. And it's like, oh, you're really taking a shot the fans, you know. it's He's being a heel. I, I guess. But it, it didn't come off as a character to me yeah it came off as a real thing you know because he was if he was being a character it was blended very well mm. in my opinion maybe that was a good that's that was very good you know because it was like he was 
being nice, but also taking shots. Yeah. Too. And it's like, if that's real, you know, the fans, the fans are definitely still not going to get behind you and stuff like that. And that's not my problem with Seth Rollins. My problem with Seth Rollins, and I've, I've said it before, is how he took a shot on Twitter uh, of, about Moxley. Mm-hmm. And Moxley, when he said his story about everything, he never mentioned Rollins yeah. taking a shot at him. But apparently Rollins got offended, and that's when he took a shot at them and did all that stuff. That's mm-hmm. that's my problem with him. But it's so weird, and it's like... Uh, a lot of it stems from his social media presence, I've noticed. Yeah. that's They talked a lot about that. Uh, let's see. They did uh, talk about CM Punk, in which he dropped it. Yeah. He pretty much said, you know, I'm moving on bigger, bigger and better things. Yeah. So that just made me think, you know what? They were trying to coax uh, uh, Punk in. And it's like, it's not working, so let's just drop it. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. But, like, the whole thing, like, <clears throat> and maybe Booker's just playing along and being the um, enlist and stuff he's supposed to be because he even took a shot at Punk, too. Yeah. I felt like I'm like, oh, that's weird. You're gonna see him next week. <laughs> um, what was some other stuff? And then the the stuff like Page talking because they, they said John Morrison's coming back. They they officially announced it and stuff. And and there are a lot of people criticizing WWE for for pulling that move, saying it on backstage. Yeah, it's like why not have why not like save it for the the Rumble or well. I get that, but if you're gonna be in, if you're gonna have a show like that and mm-hmm. doing all this stuff, that's the that's time. The that's the time to make the announcement. You know, unless you want something super secret and don't say anything. Yeah. Uh, but it was weird that you know Paige is like, oh, I love uh his wife Taya. I hope she comes over too. I'm like, she's part of Impact. Why? That's weird that you're mentioning her on here. Yeah, and stuff like the- that. Like I said, they were uh, in a private message. To you, uh, they're they're wanting to go for more of that realistic feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that there's a show similar to WWE backstage that's focused on the UFC, mm-hmm. and it's sort of like a who would you want to see come to the UFC and fight? And so they'll like talk about people in other promotions, and you know, oh, I would love to see these people do it. Oh, and they'll they'll critique UFC management. Like, why are they allowing this guy to compete after he was busted for, you know, violating the rules? And so... They're so, trying to do that with WWE. Yeah, they're trying to give it that more realistic... See, that's realistic all right, feel. but certain characters shouldn't be on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're like, keeping if, it like... Like, if Bray Wyatt as The Fiend never walks out yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, they or, had... Bray Wyatt not as his character on TV. Yeah, well, last time he was, he apparently was on backstage at one point, right? I thought, and I thought he did. He or he did a video video package. He was talking to him, but he was the bubbly. Oh yeah, character like he's on there, so he yeah. didn't break character. So that that works. Like you don't want to have yeah, Mister Rotundo standing there. Yeah, so that works. Um, then the whole they talked about Twitter and everything and said, "Oh, don't know why the fans just like me and stuff." And you're uh, being a dick. And then they mentioned Will Osprey and the tweets with Will Osprey and stuff. I was like, y- "You really were a dick when it mm-hmm. comes to Will Osprey and that stuff." And then Booker's like, "Well, you handle it good. You're classy on your last." I'm like, "Shut up, Booker." <laughs> um, Will Osprey didn't do anything in this situation. It was it was Seth. Yeah. Um, so that was weird mentioning that. Um, Speaking of dicks on Twitter, we weren't since we didn't do a show last week. We didn't get to talk about Corey Graves. Yeah, in that situation, man, that um, was 
Did you listen or did you read the transcript of his apology? No, I did not. So half-assed. Okay. Well, what, what? It was just like a, if I said anything to offend anybody, I'm sorry. Like, it wasn't even a, hey, Morrow, dude. Just put a statement out there, you know? That's exactly what it was. It was like, go out there and make a statement and be done with it. Like, it wasn't personal. It wasn't anything like it was just the most half-assed copy and paste these, if i've offended somebody i apologize all these announcers they don't have time to talk to each other or be around each other yeah um well he tried to play it off like i was trying to hype up survivor series uh, which because, i don't buy one bit because if Corey really knew what i mean how moro is mm-hmm. he meant no disrespect you know, moral meant no disrespect to the other people. He's just passionate. He <clears throat> says stuff. He may kind of talk over some people mm-hmm. at times, but it's not on purpose. Well, also, he's play-by-play. He's play-by-play, like, yeah. He's, he's supposed to take the lead. So it's... And, and I'm pretty sure Beth and Nigel did not take offense to no. how Moro is. No. And that's also another reason why the three-person booth isn't the best, best plan, because unless you're directing your conversation to someone... You know, you kind of just bounce it back and forth. Like, I'll talk, then you talk. Then I'll talk, then you talk. It's not, I'll talk to you, but someone else wants to talk as well. Like, it's 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 tricky. It's hard yeah. to pull off a three-person booth, um, especially when calling action while it's happening live. And yeah. millions of people are watching you. Um, so, I don't, I really don't, I didn't like the, the tweet that Corey Graves made, which is really funny because, like, a week prior or that same week triple h released a statement saying if you have a problem with anybody or the company come and talk to us don't go on social media and talk about this and you know and and i listened to to brian alvarez talking about it it's a double-edged sword because he i know he meant that for but there there's one person he won't call seth rollins out on his twitter shit Mm mm-hmm but uh, but I listened to Brian Alvarez talking about it, and it's like, okay, you either made a mistake because you either said this because you're an idiot and didn't think of the repercussions of what you're saying to a person with a mental handicap, like with a bipolar disorder, a mental illness, or you're just a dick who doesn't care. It's like those are your only two options. It was I like Corey, I yeah. really do. But and if and if he had deleted the tweet and said hey sorry you know with with survivor series coming up i you know said thing i said something that was they got out a little hand morrow i apologize if it would have been a little more personal as opposed to like i am so sorry for those who i offended i did not mean it like like you're reading from i hit script. her yeah <laughs> i did not hit her it's bullshit it's not true i did not oh, oh hey cory <laughs> oh hi morrow um but yeah it's just it's the most half-assed apology yeah. it's a corporate mandated it's, hey we need you to go out and release a statement on your podcast which the, is he's, he he tries to be very cool with this podcast he tries to be edgy so and cool edgy. and stuff like he's that. so edgy and cool um i'm so jealous i don't know man you know yeah a lot of people put mystery tweets out and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it's 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 not the way to do it because but like to me, the fact that the the tweet is still up and out there shows me that he does not. He, he's shit. not apologetic. No, he's not. 
like he said it just to say it and he's like okay they probably move. told him you need to issue a statement and that's what I, yeah that's what i'm saying like it's it, it that's I'll a corporate a apology i'm gonna leave that comment up there yeah we'll write it for you you just say it like you're a dumb fuck you really think moro is trying to you know like uh just talk over everyone mm-hmm. always trying to get the last word in and not let other people talk yeah fuck you i like I'm really not a fan of of Corey right now because yeah, me too. <laughs> because there are a lot of people out there who handle mental illness different ways, mm-hmm. and you know they were saying that Morrow was in a really bad place uh, after that tweet came out. Like he took great offense to it and uh, was not doing well for a while. Like he missed uh, Survivor Series. He missed. NXT, like you're missing your job because yeah. of of what he said, and a lot of people were saying, "Well, dude, dude needs to be a professional and man up and get back out there." And it's like you don't understand what it's like unless you, unless you've dealt with depression or uh, bipolar disorder, then you have no yeah. idea what it's like to, to people who that say stuff. that don't need to say shit at all. Yeah, because that as a thing, mental illness is a thing. And like yes. Just, you just do not know. Yeah. I mean, you don't know the level like, of severity. You, whoever that says that somebody. needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's a very sensitive topic topic and a lot of people deal with it. And because we know there's some people that, you know, that I'm Facebook friends with and I've met before and, uh, who are going through, it's, it's similar, but different, uh, people mm-hmm. who go through mental uh, depression. Yeah. Um, and they battle that every day too. Yeah. You know, I mean, I myself battle depression every once in a while. I get sad and I'm like, you know, I don't want to talk to anybody and I feel worthless and it sucks. But, you know, I handle it different than Morrow does and Morrow handles it differently than someone else does. And, you know, it's a, it's a constant battle. I'm just glad that WWE uh, higher, uh, officials and management, all people higher up, who definitely have his ha- has his back. Yeah, because he is a uh, what's the word? He uh, phrase. Um, he's good for this company. He's good yeah. for NXT. He's very good at his job. He brings very the passionate, and I love him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's a good guy. Yeah, and uh, if you haven't seen his documentary, the rock and uh, bipolar rock and roller i would highly recommend it it's actually available on youtube right now you can go and watch it and uh, i mean it's crazy to see the stuff that he had to deal with and and what even caused it you know like what what caused him to go into a depression and and i gotta watch it yeah um so it's uh it's it's pretty crazy man um but yeah, uh, going back into backstage, I don't know if you watched all of it or certain mm-hmm. segments. They had a, I know they're trying to add things in here to have certain segments to get people talking or saying whatever promos and all that. Yeah, like cause they had. I don't know if this is true or if they made it up or not. I know there was some stuff between Batista is he's a free agent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he don't have a wife or girlfriend or whatever anymore. He's single dude. Yeah, he's a single dude. Well, Dana Brooke. Trying to slide into his DMs. Yeah, she is. And I don't know if these were real tweets or not, but they had like a thing we were talking back and forth mm-hmm. that was all that real. Yeah, they both said all that stuff to each other. I didn't see. I didn't see exactly what it said, but from what I've seen on Twitter, they are going back and forth. And uh, Dana Brooke has confirmed that they're going to be going on a date. I'm like all for this. <laughs> I really am. Yeah, and 
I think this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Match made in heaven. Yeah. Uh, and then Booker T. Oh, my God. Booker T. Booker T. <laughs> it's so funny. The shit they say on there. He goes, they were... Okay, the other people say, this is like a, romant, a romance novel, like mm-hmm. live and stuff. And Booker T is like, man, you know what? He goes, he, you know, he, he works out. It's like he does, he has reps, he has sex, reps, and sex. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Was he, was he meaning sets? S-E-T-S? He says T-S? Sounded like he said sex. All right. Either way, I mean, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure Batista's heart is very healthy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, man, I'm I'm hoping this goes well, and I hope that I've been, they're... I've been cracking necks and cashing checks. <laughs> I hope doing that... reps and having sex. <laughs> I hope that they uh, become a, an item or Power something. Power couple. Yeah. But the, the, the message between them, I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they've been flirting all over on Twitter. Like, as soon as he announced that he was single, she was like, hey. After this show, I got I to gotta show you that video with how they put it together it's All ridiculous right. uh because they had 645 they had two people voice the tweets oh going God. back and forth and they had music in the background <laughs> like what the fuck is that's going awesome. on here? that's so romantic yeah um supposedly Stephen amell was supposed to be on the show and he yeah. canceled at the very last minute really yeah wow because uh, he's AEW. AEW. yeah yeah that's true um we Prom- know- promising ratings and then backing out at the last <laughs> second. That'll take a shot at him. We know for sure next week. Well, he says he's 9% sure, but CM Punk will be mm-hmm. back. And that's good. That See you keep- next Tuesday. Yeah. I think it's good that they're they're keeping him off with certain people coming on. Yeah. Like Triple H. Triple H and Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Because. And The Fiend. The Fiend. So um, we'll see how it is. Yeah. Next week. Next week, next time on WWE Backstage. Oh, these so, squares make a circle. I like it, but it throws me off with the, the whole, the stuff I told you at first about, like, you know, the realism of it. Yeah. And I don't know. And he also mentioned about, you know, oh, Roman Reigns deals with the criticism like this, and John Cena always posts uh, motivational quotes, and I'm going to call people out. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's a role model yeah you're definitely cool dude yeah okay you really if this is the real you um or a character you, you, i don't know character this sounds like a, a character not like the the real mm-hmm. you but if it is that's not you're not being a role model if that's the real you yeah i'm just saying but whatever costa bra yeah bra Cross, so raw crossfit jesus crossfit jesus raw Man, this Raw had more squash on it than a Thanksgiving table. Yeah, that's too much squash. That's, it was way too much squash. Just, just throw that shit in the, in the garbage. There were like five matches that were intended as squash matches. Yeah? Yes. I don't remember. I don't that's know probably what the hell for, I watched. Probably for I a watch? good reason. So we kick things off. Rollins, Owens, AOP. Then it leads into Owens and Lana. And oh, then, I saw like, the, I think a little bit of that where like, Owens is like, I don't trust you. Yeah. You're actually in cahoots with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoops. So, I mean, we don't have to do a match by match, but there were so many squash matches. Lashley, uh, uh, Kevin Owens ended up defeating Bobby Lashley after AOP attacked Owens, and then Rusev attacked Bobby Lashley 
even though Lana had security who didn't do anything. Oh, by the way, that was another thing. And by the way, On backstage page was like, I don't like this. This this angle needs to go away. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that they're, uh, they're they're willing to go out there and say that. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird hearing that. As like I said, you as, this is the company you work for. Is and then also, it's like um, you're breaking the wall down. You know, like us. Break like I the said, the, the us fans for so many years we don't hear stuff like this yeah you know and then we at this show you hear i'm like this is so weird it's just weird to hear someone who works for a company being able to badmouth it a little bit by saying i don't like this i wish i wish they would change this well if she gets released from wwe maybe fox will pick her Uh, she just signed a new deal with wwe yeah five years (sighs) five more years five more years same you're with be, Miz. You're gonna be on backstage. I don't know what else you're gonna do. Miz you can't is wrestle be there until 2024. Damn, you can't wrestle, so I don't know what you're gonna do. You can't wrestle. Um. So yeah, there was several squash matches. Drew McIntyre defeated Akira Tozawa. Alistair Black defeated Tony Nese. Andrade defeated Eric Young. Eric Rowan defeated Noe Jose. Viking Raiders defeated two local guys. I mean, just so much. Just, I don't know. Where's the beef? Yeah, this was all squash. Yeah, no, no substance, no nothing. Oh my gosh, I got shit on my shoe right now. Like poor Tony Nice, poor Eric Young, poor Akira Tozawa, all former champions. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Like the only thing that was really worth talking about for Raw was Lana and Lashley getting arrested, which that was stupid. Does, does Lana have, like, Botox or something? She's looking a little different in the face. She looks weird. I don't know. My wife was like, her boobs are about to fall out. <laughs> that's just, that's I was like, huh? What are you talking about? What's so funny looking. is my wife pointed out Charlotte. It's like, her boobs about to pop out. I was like, what are you, <laughs> you, you're looking at this? And so she's like, yeah, look. So later on, I'm like, oh, okay. hey, look at Lana's. Her, her boobs about to... She, Boobs are about to come out. She goes, you looking? I was like, yeah, well, you do, <laughs> did that, so I can do that, you right? You were supposed to look at Charlotte, not Lana. Yeah, well, I did both. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, uh, put some clothes on that it won't pop out. Yeah. <laughs> God, lady, cover up. Man, it's, being, it's weird being married. Because you go from being, oh, that's so hot, to, oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how our minds change once we get married. Uh no, but like, just there were so many matches that had no substance. It was just to build the character a little bit. But I feel like, I feel like the Viking Raiders aren't getting any kind of build because they're no. just going out and beating local talent. No. Like these are your Raw tag team champions, and they're well, just, they had stuff uh, like for a few weeks against like the club and yeah, and whatever. but they don't have anyone to go up against. Like who who are some tag teams? Aside from, like, where where's uh, the Usos? Where are... Yeah, they're still not back. I don't know what happened to them. Yeah. Where's uh, Street Profits? I almost said Private Party. Street Profits. Where's Street Profits? We want to see Street Profits versus Private Party. At Worlds Collide. And whoever wins, we'll get to have the cup. Um, or the smoke. <laughs> the smoke. Um... They what well, they haven't been there for like two weeks or a week, so it's not too long, right? But what I'm saying is, why go up against local talent when you can go up against other 
tag teams that are on your roster have a good match. Who's Primo and Epico? Supposedly they're Done. they silently silently left and. I read that article that, that they were on their way out, and then Savio Vega was trying to push Carlito back to WWE. Uh, yeah, don't, no, don't do that, don't Carlito. Don't do it, Carlito. We're gonna see the John Morrison run. We'll see how well that goes, right? Um, as well as probably Shelton Benjamin run. Um, run out the door. <laughs> they'll give him a little tiny push, or maybe they will give him a big push, or he'll be losing to newer talent. Um, that's the one. We're going to have John Morrison, because this already happened before in the independence. John Morrison versus Ricochet. Yep. Um, John Morrison reforming his tag team with The Miz. The, I don't know if they've ever fought in the independence, but they probably have, but it'll be interesting. John Morrison versus AJ Styles. Yeah. Um, John Morrison versus Samoa Joe, if he's ever healed. Potential. What do you think about Samoa Joe on commentary? I, I enjoy him. Yep. He's really good. That was another thing on backstage. They said that he's joined the commentary team because Dio Madden is he wants to return wrestle. To the ring. He wants to return to wrestle. That's why I thought it was weird, man. I was like, he was an NXT superstar. Because yeah. I've even on his page, his Facebook page, he posted videos and um pictures of him him teaming with the house shows NXT. Uh, teaming with Swerve, Isaiah Scott, like yeah. they were a tag team. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Why is he on commentary when he wants to wrestle?" Well, there's a report going around that supposedly Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn did not like Dio on commentary, which Paul could be, put him there. Which could well that could be one of the reasons why he's returning wants to return to the ring. So he didn't have the he what he, he was there for, like, he was there for like two weeks, two weeks, two or three weeks. Yeah, like. You got to give them more time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and not Fuck to Kevin mention, Dunn. he was only on two hundred five live for like yeah half a day. Fuck Kevin Dunn. Um, <laughs> but Samoa Joe will be on commentary on Raw going forward until he's fully healed. Then he'll return to man. Poor to the Samoa Joe, man. His, I know. Like I said, his runs hasn't been that great, and I know. they don't utilize him properly. Um, yeah. I've always loved Samoa Joe. I yeah. love the Samoa Joe, AJ Styles. I've always loved them. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, Drew McIntyre called out Randy Orton. Cut a pretty decent promo on him about he was going to fight him. Drew and- McIntyre and Randy Orton? Yeah. Huh. How'd that go? Randy actually, Orton act like a face? Orton kind of, yeah. Like Orton. He's like a dickish face. Yeah. He's a dick face. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a pretty good promo from, from McIntyre. Uh, like Orton wasn't really looking at him. He was like, you look at me when I'm talking to you. And, uh, like he had good intensity, but then the OC come out and McIntyre being the heel that he is just gets out of the ring and walks away. He's like, Hey, I'll talk to you later. Bye. I don't know where the fuck they're going to go because he attacked AJ Styles. Yeah. So what was this whole stuff with Drew McIntyre then? Drew's just calling him out. But if he's got a feud with AJ, so why do stuff with Drew? Well, AJ had business from him because Orton helped cost him the U.S. title. Yeah, but then in the Raw, he RKO'd AJ. Yeah. So that's going to be a program. He's got some unfinished business. I don't know. We're going to have to teach you a lesson. Sucker. I'm going to beat you up. Take your lunch money. I want to see gonna Keith beat Lee up Randy spirit Orton. bomb Drew McIntyre again. <laughs> Spirit bomb! Man, when he power bombs him at 
anyone. He makes them fucking bounce off the mat. <laughs> I love it. Boing. Good night. Boing. And good. <laughs> Buy that shirt. Okay. Um, let's see. What else was there? Oh, Kyle Busch, NASCAR driver, defeated R-Truth, become the 24-7 champion, which he's already lost back to R-Truth. Um, Whatever town we're in, we're going to have a celebrity coming and take this belt off of us, and then I'm going to get it back with Paul. I don't give a shit. Oscar uh, and Kyrie Sane, handicap match going up against Charlotte. Oscar bleeds green from the eyes. Yes. And uh, Charlotte got a lot of offense in for it being a handicap match. But uh, the Kabuki Warriors, if you will, who got new theme music, finally, thank God. I, I really dislike when they have a tag team come out and they play one person's theme and then they switch over to the other. Like the Breezango theme, didn't like it. The, you know, Kabuki Warriors, I didn't like it. Um, like, just, if you're going to have them be a team, have them come out to their own theme music. Like, they never, like, with, when Sheamus and Cesaro were teaming as the bar, like, it started off with Cesaro's, and then it went into Sheamus's, and it stayed as Sheamus's. Like, I would have preferred if they had just gotten all new music together. Yeah, no, I agree with you. There's a lot of music that just doesn't, I don't, I, I just, blah, 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 I don't like you more. Who now, does the music for people that's now? The, that's CFO the question. doesn't do it. Yeah, they're anymore. gone. I don't know who's doing it, but it's it's definitely a throwback to old wrestling where it's just see who did who did like keith lee's music that wasn't cfo before they left huh it might have been because that cfo did great yeah stuff like i dig uh keith lee's mm-hmm. i mean don't get me wrong there's people i don't dig i don't like cameron grimes yeah music um you're just not a country fan or i don't even like kushida's yeah um this is not my style mm-hmm there's people I just don't Undisputed like. Undisputed Eras is awesome. Yeah. I love Aleister Black's. Ricochet's is really good. Um, Keith Lee's is pretty good. Shinsuke, Sami Zayn. I want the old Shinsuke, like his first theme back. I like the new one. I like it with that. Ra- uh, I don't mind that one, but I prefer the, the, the chant version. It's associated with his Hill persona. Yeah. So I like that, though. Sami Zayn's is good. I like Kevin Owens. This mm-hmm. is, is pretty good. And I don't really like to me rock ones, to be honest with you. Yeah. And I like Kevin Owens. Mm. Um, but, like, my problem, like I said, you know, the new ones, if you listen to it, it's very, like, throwback, create like, create like, your own beat kind uh, of stuff. Like who? Well, like the, the Kabuki Warriors. Okay. There is sound. Like, the the electric guitar on there sounds so much like it was done on a keyboard. Okay. So next time, next time you hear it, go and listen. And it sounds like one of those that it was like, make your own beat and put it together Mm -hmm. to make a song as opposed to like having actual instruments to play it. Um, that's what, that's kind of what it reminds me of. That's where I think we are right now. Like they're like, why hire someone to do it? We'll just make it ourselves. And it's not going to sound good for a while. Like, I really think they need to get a new composer in there ASAP. Mm -hmm. Because... Well, if they're like... I mean, that's just me because I have an ear for for things. And, like, I don't know if I demand perfection. I'm not a perfectionist, but 
I just want it to hit my ear and sound pretty good. So hit my ear and then fall down. Yeah. Well, like, you know, I work in radio, so stuff has to to sound good because we need to, we need to be able to grab your attention. Yeah. So if it's not doing that, then we're not doing our job as far as producing it. So that's, that's kind of where my thought process is. Um, it's now with AEW. There's only like two theme songs I like out of everybody's theme. Songs. Cody's and Jericho's. No, no. Jericho's is all right. Um, it's actually Darby Allen. Oh yeah, Darby's is pretty good. And um, holy shit, what's his name? I like the Lucha Bros. Kenny Omega. No staple guy. Who got choked out by Excalibur? Ah, oh, damn it! I, I I'm looking at his face. I can't remember his name. <laughs> Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc. Sorry. I liked his I like his theme song, and I like Darby Allen's theme song. Uh, Darby Allen's was pretty good. I do like his. I like his. I like. I kind of like Cody's because mm-hmm. it's got that wow part to it. And I feel like that would be something that once the crowd hears it enough, they'll be able to catch on and start singing along with it. Uh, Jericho's is another one that, that the crowd can get behind. Lucha Bros, I love theirs just because it sounds so dark. Um, but the rest are, well, yeah. Best Friends. I like the Best Friends. Oh, one. yeah, I like Best Friends. Yeah, yeah. Best Friends. I do like that. That's one of my favorites. Um, but, yeah, there are a lot of them that it's kind of just like, simple generic you know kind of like whenever rollins and ambrose first got their separate themes when they <laughs> yeah. got away from the, and roman got the the shield uh, yeah he got the shield entrance theme but you know we compared it to like oh here's generic superstar 43 <laughs> and here's his theme yeah and, you know like that's that's kind of how it is like they're kind of having to find themselves and you know find a theme Super that works for them. That one's pretty good too. The the guitar intro. Is it me or has Kenny Omega changed his music like two or three times in AEW already? If it has, I haven't noticed. I thought it uh, has. It may have. It may. He may do it depending on his entrance. I don't know what he's going to be coming dressed as. But uh, yeah, the Young Bucks. I like the intro for the Young Bucks with the Super Kick Party tag. You know, at the end. Um, but once it gets, once the music actually starts, it's not very memorable for me, but yeah, uh, yeah I don't like most intro or most theme songs, but it doesn't bother me because the action is really good with AEW. So. AEW's action is really good. Um, and you know, so they, like I said, they got tons of stuff to work on, even, uh, songs. So yeah, they got, well, yeah. Uh, cause once they get more established, then I'm sure they'll be able to reach out to bands and say, Hey, mind if we use your music and. Yeah. We already know they got reach. Yeah. Because they already had like certain guests. Even in videos, they had Blink one eighty two do something. Yeah. They had Jay and Silent Bob mm-hmm. uh in the audience and do a segment and stuff like that. They have they have reach. Hell they did like a uh mix with Rick and Morty, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's weird stuff, but they, they do got reach. Yeah. I don't think it's a necessity for them to have to do that, but I think it does say something if they can bring in stars because what that'll do is that'll help promote their brand because if they bring in Jay and Silent Bob guess what Jay and Silent Bob are going to be tweeting about or messaging about a couple days leading up to AEW 
hey, make sure to tune in so that way it brings in new audience members. So that part, as far as the business aspect, I get it. It's not a necessity for them to do it because, you know, we're here to watch wrestling, not Jay and Silent Bob. No offense to Jay Dude. and Silent Bob. But, you know. This was like my banner picture on Facebook for a while, but I thought it was so cool. It was like, AEW and Rick and Morty. What is this? <laughs> Two things I love? Morty. What? And so, I mean, it was a little thing, mm-hmm. but it was still neat and as hell. And it worked because it was Halloween. Yeah. And, you know. Uh, I have a line for you, JR. Can you read? Wubba lubba. Dub dub. <laughs> I, I so love being hip. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, we're everywhere. We're just talking about Raw and we got into AEW. Well, to be honest, Raw was not that memorable. Um, like I said, the arrest thing. Um, McIntyre calling out Orton. The main event was okay, and then it was squ- uh, nothing but squash matches. I know another thing they missed on backstage, because they, they were talking about Lana and Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. and all this stuff. They were talking about different people, and they were talking about Seth Rollins. Like, you remember Edge and Lita, and they had that moment in the ring stuff? Like, bring something like that back. I'm like... <laughs> yeah, live sex celebration. <laughs> yeah, live sex TV. celebration. Yeah. And while you're at it, why don't you have uh, someone... Uh, <laughs> have Triple H dress like Kane and... Uh, uh, hop inside of a, a casket and molest someone. <laughs> yeah, like he did. Yeah, uh, it does. It does kind of make me question the the lines of reality because I have been noticing that on like Lana's Instagram, she's been taking a lot of pictures and she's not wearing wedding rings. So I'm kind of like, is this for the character or is there something that they're not really addressing? Is this part of? reality that they're not together anymore if if it's not and wwe calls riff between them and somehow they're getting them to do an angle mm-hmm. that's pretty fucked up yeah uh well i mean look at edge lita and matt hardy like that, that was, was something. all f- so fucking crazy yeah um if it's an angle and it's not real, and it's just them doing this good on them getting one over. But yeah. If, because, and it's not happened a lot, but if, like, it's the first option, like, WWE should be fucking ashamed of themselves. <laughs> like, calls and riffs between um, couples. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they dropped it now, but look at the stuff that they were doing with uh, Maria and Mike Kanellis. Yeah. They dropped it completely. You just don't see them. Yeah. But I'm glad they haven't done well, certain also people. Maria's very much pregnant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm glad they haven't done it with certain characters. Like, they dropped the whole Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. They're not going to mess with them because they're the two top superstars. Yeah. But you also have Aleister Black and Zelina Vega. Vega. Yeah, which they... Charlotte not Andrade. Yeah, they haven't mentioned them as couples in WWE Universe. Right. Stuff like that. But will it be a matter of time? I'm sure it will be. If they need a little ratings thing or Vince wants to do it, yeah. But like, you know what? Because supposedly Vince loves this whole angle. Yeah, I read about which that. Is the, which is the problem. <laughs> Playing I want to see uh, Bobby Lashley do the Dominator on Lana. <laughs> <laughs> That's good shit. Because <laughs> uh, it's just a matter of time. But like, you know what? Let's have Andrade and Charlotte mm-hmm. do something together as a couple... And then you put Selena with uh, Alistair. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. I just found it very interesting that, you know, they got married and 
like a week before they started this whole angle, they announced that Rusev had become an American citizen. So it's kind of like, was he in? Was he in it for the green card to become an American citizen? And then it was like, okay, I reached my goal. We can part ways. Like maybe I'm just way overthinking that. Who knows, man? Who knows? And they're like, oh, well, let's turn this into an angle where, because let's be honest, there's no way that they can turn this around to have Rusev and Lana be together on screen. And it makes sense. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't have Lana come out and be like, oh, I was just playing Bobby Lashley all along. No, you can't because you're sitting there with his tongue in your mouth. (laughs) Like you can't come back from that. Yeah. So there's no way that they can book this where, Lana and Rusev are together and the crowd be happy about it. Unless it happens much later down the road. Like a Macho Man Miss Elizabeth thing that they did. Oh, yeah. Like, if Um, that's what they're going for, then that's a long-term plan. So, get used to seeing this angle. But... Old man is out of touch. Like, I won't be surprised if this thing culminates to WrestleMania with them having that Macho Man Elizabeth reunite angle at WrestleMania to kind of, like, recreate history. They're going to have an angle where they finally, like, all, like, get along with each other, and then they're going to do a threesome. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that took a turn. In the ring. Radar. Uh, radar under, under the covers. All that shit. But, like... Exposed nipple. <laughs> One of these times, I, uh, that time where Lana got in the bed, I said it was like their house, which was a hotel room. Um, yeah, <laughs> I thought she was gonna mess up because she was she was like looking at like, oh, I better do this shit right. Like, there's right. gonna be a fucking nip slip. Um, I don't want Bobby to look at my nipple. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the way he smiled when he was he said giving that massage? That was creepy. That was sick. Like, turned over and like. Looked at the covers and he was like looking at her real creepy like yes. and stuff like that. Yes. Like, yeah. Get the hell out of here with this damn angle. I'm done with this shit. <laughs> Turn over and show me the backside. We're going to have Edge on backstage next week so he can talk <laughs> about his experience with Lita in yeah. the bedroom. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> with Beth- I don't think Beth Phoenix would appreciate <laughs> like that, that very yeah. much. No, 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 no. I don't think that's going to be happening anytime. And soon. CM Punk will be there because he'd date Lita too. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, oh, God. I'm sure AJ would well, love that episode. We need to, yeah, we need to get the realism in backstage like this. So we're going every if we're fucking gonna do it, detail. If we're going to do it, go yeah, balls deep. Go balls deep. <laughs> and a squealing hawk. Yeah. Um, Whoa. <laughs> Cars Against Humanity. Uh, not one of our sponsors, but. Mm. We're open to the idea. We're trying to do realism and backstage, man. We got to talk about the tweets. We got to talk about the sex. We got to talk about everything. We're being super real on backstage. That's right. We're having CM Punk cuss and say whatever the fuck he wants to say. Guess what? If you have that door open, it can go anyway. Coming Booker T talking about reps and sex. (laughs) Coming 2020 WNS backstage. (laughs) Find out what goes on behind the scenes of us doing the show. Pokemon br- and <laughs> video game talk. Pokemon and sex. What? <laughs> no. no. 
With our wives. <laughs> Separately, I should add. <laughs> well, Pokemon. Not with Pokemon. Playing Pokemon. Poke your what? <laughs> okay, this is getting too crazy. It's getting out of hand. Yep. Let's uh, let's talk about AEW, shall we? Chicks, man. Chicks, man. Yeah, Young Bucks teaming up with Dustin Rhodes. I, I missed that part. I, I appreciate that. the fact that Dustin Rhodes came out with tassels on his short, on his pants, to match with the Young Bucks. That was that a was nice neat. little touch. Yeah. Uh, they went up against Santana, Ortiz, and Sammy Guevara. When they do like the, the, the triple like super kick to Sammy, I'm like, can Dustin do a super kick? <laughs> oh, he certainly gave it a shot. Yep. And uh, I don't know why that Sammy decided, hey, I'm going to try and vlog this as I'm in the middle of a match. That just, character-wise, that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, but I see what it led to, so it's like, okay, that was stupid on his part. But whatever. Is he going to release that footage in his next video? I want to see it. Yep. Um, but the Young Bucks and Dustin do end up getting the victory. It was a really good start to AEW. Um, yeah. Ray Phoenix went up against Trent. This one was a solid match. I don't feel like they turned it into that high gear. I felt like they were just like one gear shy of like no. going all out. And this is like the <laughs> second time I think that uh, Trent has been in a singles match. Mm-hmm. I think he... he Last time, what he fought Pentagon, yeah, and now Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So they're giving him that shine. So I don't know what Chuck is doing. I know could they be, still do their tag team stuff, but yeah. I don't know what their could be dark match or he could be healing from something. We don't know. You never know. Who knows? Who knows? The I nose want, knows. I love Trent, but I love Chuck Taylor. Chucky T. Dustin, one of my uh, wife's favorite wrestlers. Yep. Yep. That's right. Um. But after the match, I mean, like I said, it was a it was a good match. They just never got to that top gear that I was looking for. Um, but Ray Phoenix does end up getting the victory after the match. Trent tried to shake hands with Phoenix. Phoenix basically said no, and Trent shoved Phoenix. Phoenix shoved back. They brawled. Uh, Chuck Taylor got in to break it up, and then uh, another brawl ensued, and Phoenix escaped. So it's kind of it's like they're turning they're turning the Lucha Bros heel. But they're so beloved by the crowd that it's not really working the way that they want. Yeah. Um, Settle, metal. So uh, it's interesting. After that, Cody came out, cut an awesome promo. <laughs> He's good at storytelling and doing promos and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot better than he used to be, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, he had a script yeah, prior to. And that's true. Now he's got a little more uh, freedom. I don't know what's wrong with my brother. He's teaming with the young bucks, and and then my older brother. <laughs> and what else did he say? Oh, uh, my wife is doing. He has something with Awesome Kong, and she's cutting the hair off of people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of meta. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, you're addressing what's actually happening. So and then um, MJF. I knew you were a bad guy, but you were my bad guy. Damn yeah. it! Yeah, and it's so weird that. Um, and he talked about the blade, the butcher, and the bunny, bunny. whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. you were just promoting Allie yeah. on, and, and Dark and stuff. And she had a segment, you know, I'm I'm this, I'm uh, whatever number she is, you know, on the list of, for the women's championship, you know, mm-hmm. but this is going to be good. This is going to be whatever. And then all of a sudden she disappeared and now she's with this group. So that was pretty freaking quick. Yeah. Uh, change wise. Uh, hopefully she didn't want to be that. Yeah. Hopefully this goes somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. 
Time will tell. Because um, I didn't get to watch AEW or NXT last week because we were in evacuation mode, and it was Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, um, so I missed this debut, and I watched the video online. Apparently, they they got like zero reaction. Like yeah, even, even Dave even Meltzer and uh, Brian. Brian was like, <laughs> they they said word from word what uh, Excalibur said, and like, mm-hmm. oh no. It's the blade. Yeah. And that's what... Uh, but there was no explanation as to who like, it was. Jared was like, who? Yeah. The blade. Like, no, but who is he? Yeah. Who is this Same guy? thing with the butcher and the bunny. Yeah. <laughs> the butcher. But who is the butcher? What? He's the butcher. The butcher. By God, he's here. No, man. Like, you could have said, like, oh, this is so-and-so. He was from japan or from wherever yeah. give a little like backstory that. let the fans know this guy the butcher he's a professor he has a monocle and he rides a unicycle i don't mm-hmm. know <laughs> he has a blade yeah he has a uh he has a uh um I, I did listen to that clip that clip and uh he was like uh you know if you're not going to explain who they are then explain to the fans that you don't know who they are yeah it's like and we'll find out in the weeks to come who exactly are these people? Yeah. <laughs> but if you know, if you're going to act like you know who they are, then be prepared to give a little backstory. Like, the Blade. These guys have been seen all over Canada. These guys have been seen all over Japan and Mexico. They've wrestled all over the world and dominated every every team that's been put in front of them. I, yeah, I want to read like some articles online and see if people really... I bet people know who they are. Some people I know. certainly don't. I don't. I've never heard of them. But, I'm going to look right now because I'm curious. But uh, Cody ended up offering the keys to his truck, a watch given to him by Tony Khan, his red shoes, and uh, $50,000 to MJF for a match. And he gave uh, some money to a kid. Yeah, 100 bucks. That kid in the front row looking sharp dressed. Um, after that was the Dark Order video. Did you get to see that? I'm actually digging all that. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know where they're going with this, but like the production is really good. Yeah. And join the dark like order. We'll find you. <laughs> yeah. I just want to have friends. Let's attack them. <laughs> Beat the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I enjoy it really. Yeah. I'm glad that like, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, we don't know what the dark order is all about. Now we're getting these video packages kind of explaining it. We're getting some backstory. We're figuring out. I like it. I dig it. It's cool. Yeah. Simple. Uh, Nyla Rose defeated Leva Bates. Quick match. Uh, afterwards, Nyla went to continue her attack, brought in a table, attacked the referee, got suspended. Shanna came out. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> At least they're doing something with her. She's new. Yeah. So that's good. See, and that's the tough part uh, that AEW has right now is that they've they've hired a lot of people that not a lot of people know who they are. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, so this is their first match on AEW. Don't know a whole lot about them, but we're just going to watch them in a match. You know, that's, I think, I guess backstory is probably the main thing that they need, that the commentators need to be focusing on. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I know at the start of the show, for AEW, they were having audio issues. Yeah. Um, as someone who works in radio and as someone who has worked in live television, that's one of the most like heart racing moments because 
you're looking at your board and everything's the way it's supposed to, except for, oh, man, this one little button is down or off or something. And so everyone's trying to scramble and figure out what it is. And I could hear it. You know, you could hear, like, the crowd audio cut out and we were just getting the commentators. Then theirs would go down and we'd get the ring audio more. Like, it was, you know, they were, you could tell that they were trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, but fortunately, it didn't last for too long. I think like by the time the second match got started, everything was fine. But it was just you could you could hear the changes. Like the audio got super low, and then it got really loud. And it got super low again. It's like okay, what's the configuration? Like we're trying to who pressed something or who sat yeah. down and uh, you know leaned up against the the, the switch. So um, fortunately, they were able to come through and, and get that taken. I care. they're having trouble with establishing good women's division. Yeah. And that'll, that'll come with time because Um, there's a lot of people that they're cycling in on the main show in dark, mm -hmm. which I think they even have good dark matches. Uh, dark. Yeah. And I still haven't gone back and I haven't watched watched all of them, them. but I've watched uh, a good amount and uh, they're all good. Yeah. Um, but there's stars they haven't done too much with. Like I want to see more of like Jack Evans and, and Helico. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Dark Order, of course. Um, I know they're pushing the fuck out of Private Party. I'm not the biggest fan of them. I'm not. Yeah. Um, but seeing this is this is one of the issues that they run into uh, is that they have so many stars, uh, but when you break it down, they've got two hours on Wednesday and then how long is the AEW dark 30 hour. minutes an hour okay so you've got so you have 3 hours total whereas WWE has 7 hours of programming per week on on average and then you add in the pay-per-views the takeovers which is another 3 to 4 hours so they're going to end up rubbing someone the wrong way yeah well supposedly Joey Janela is one of those where he's he's feeling you know I'm not being utilized properly wow i knew it was gonna have to happen with someone yeah eventually and, and it's going to it's like dude you brought me into this company promising me the world and i'm sitting here with a one in five record and while you guys are saying you know wrestling matches matter but he's actually getting a lot of matches yeah you know i mean i don't know what i don't know if that's his actual record but like i was you know, because using it as an there's example. some people who are not getting to be matches exactly to be, to be honest with you so he's you know, should be grateful. I know you're, he, and he, I, doesn't he still do independent stuff or no? See, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Cause I know some people are still doing independent stuff. Like orange Cassidy still does independent yeah. stuff. He was, he was at house of hardcore with Tommy dreamer. Not too long ago. Yeah. And Tommy dreamer returned the kicks. Uh, but like I said, in Helico, uh, Jack, Evans. Jack Evans, I mean, no, Jack Evans had a good match with Kenny Omega like a few weeks ago on Dark. Yeah. That was good. Um, you know, I want to see more things more uh, with, with best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, like there was no Hangman Adam Page. There was no Pack. There was no Kenny Omega on the main show this week. So, like that's... Well, the week before when we were gone yeah. uh, from the clips I've seen... Uh, Omega and Pac had an amazing match. Mm. Um, but no, Janela closed out the show Yeah, with Moxley. I know they mm-hmm. already did that, but 
I really mean, think time. I really think that aside from from Jericho, Moxley's probably their biggest star because he's been in the main event a, a, a number of times. It's sad. I wish I know they're not going to because he's part of management and stuff. But I want Omega to be a, Omega is to the people who know him. Mm-hmm. He he is one of those top people, but other people not so much. Omega. I wish they would elevate Omega too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Omega is just as good as Moxley, <laughs> but they also have to be cautious. That it's not. Oh well, they're you know they're in charge, so they're just booking themselves. Which I think that's one of the reasons why they that Cody added the stipulation. Hey, if I lose this match, I'll never challenge for the title again. It's because it's like, dude, I, like I don't want it. I, I I don't want people to think that I'm tooting my own horn and saying well, I'm the best because I've got the championship. Well, you know, no, you booked yourself into that position. Yeah. So to be able to say that, I know. Some folks are are saying, well, that defeats the purpose of him going out and competing to begin with. It's like if you're not going out there and trying to have a match, well, you can still have feuds and you can be a spoiler to some of those who are trying to become the number one contender. If you take if you take a match with that person, go up against Cody and Cody beats you, well, you might drop in the ranks. So that could that could be your ass. I don't know. And then they could always go at a later time and say, you know what? I know you've got this stipulation, but if you can beat if you can run the gauntlet and beat my team or whatever it is, then I'll give you a title shot. Or, or they could even come out and say a stipulation that it's not forever. It's as long as Jericho is holding the title. So once a new they champion is crowned, he can it. go back. Yeah, uh, it's wrestling. So yeah. it wouldn't be the first time that someone's gone back on something they did. True. You know, there's certain people they're also not doing too much with. Like, mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Let's, let's face it, Sean Spears is not really doing too much. Yeah. Even he has Tolly with him. Mm-hmm. He's just there. He goes out and has a match and doesn't have much progression. No. Sonny Kiss. Yeah. Where's Sonny Kiss been? You know? Uh, well, he had a W Dark match and stuff yeah. like that. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're only having three hours of programming to have a 50 person roster. Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. You know, because there was no Darby Allen this week. Yeah. So. You know, I mean, it, it it's good because you can move the chess pieces around. And so it's like, okay, this week we're going to have these people. The next week we're going to use this team. And so that's, Jericho's always on. He's a champ. Jericho's on there because he's Young a Young Bucks champ. are always on. Yeah. Because uh, not all the elite are always on. Yeah. Uh, Omega. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the people who are always on. Yeah. Elite and Inner Circle. Mm-hmm. You can always count on that. I think they well, do. Well, because they're trying to... And here's what they're doing. They're trying to establish inner circle. They're trying to establish Santana and Ortiz, Sammy Guevara, Jake Hager. They're trying to make sure that those guys get established. And then you're going up against a team that a lot of wrestling fans who are watching AEW already know. Yeah. In between those, you're introducing new people, getting, getting new faces, fresh faces on there. The only issue is that when you've got four people on one team, four people on another, and they're having interlocking matches, then the limitations are They're about to add more people, too. Yeah. Because they're trying to establish a women's division, and I don't know where I heard it. I don't know. I think Kenny Omega said it, I think. But they're also going to try to introduce a women's tag team division. Mm. See, I'd be okay. (laughs) I'd be okay with that. A little too much. It might be just for two hours. In, a, in an hour of dark match. Um, but, I mean, hey, you know, they're trying to establish their footing. 
trying to get themselves going. And who knows if the ratings do well continuously because the ratings did come out this week. Yeah. Um, so last week, NXT won the ratings for the second week in a row, which I knew was going to happen uh, because the week prior was the come down from the War Games and Survivor Series. So I knew right off the bat NXT was going to win the, the ratings war because anytime there's a big pay-per-view, it, it tends to carry over, which it did. Then I knew that it would take at least one more week after that for the ratings to switch back, um, especially because it was Thanksgiving. And supposedly the ratings tanked for NXT and AEW like significantly. Hmm. Um, but this week there was no pay-per-view there was no uh uh, holiday it was just a regular week neither of them were going into the pay-per-view none of them had anything else going on it was just our product versus your product and by a difference of six thousand viewers which is incredibly tight um aew took the ratings once again so the score now eight to two in favor of aew um so and I listened to Brian Alvarez talking about the ratings. He did like a five-minute breakdown. Um, even last week, AEW, as far as the demographics go, beat NXT, with the exception of 50 years or older. Yeah. But every other demographic, AEW is beating NXT. So, and what's it's crazy because they're both putting on really good product. Yeah. And that's why I love Wednesdays right now. Like, I am loving it. Yeah. Because... You're getting new, fresh faces on both brands, trying to one-up each other, taking shots at one another a yeah. little bit. Yeah. You know, oh, there's there's Adam Cole's girlfriend, Britt Baker. <laughs> um, so uh, I like it. I, I dig it. And I, I really wish that more fans came in with an open mind instead of saying, well, AEW sucks. Well, why does it suck? Well, it's just high spots. Well, NXT kind of does the same thing. Yeah. It's just in a different setting. And those who are supportive of AEW, I wish that they would not come out and go, NXT sucks, because it doesn't suck. It's a really good program. They're both putting on really good programs. There's wrestling to go around for all. They're both better than Raw and SmackDown. (laughs) That's for sure. So I don't have an issue with it. I'm I'm glad that people are tuning in and watching wrestling. That's what I like. Um, And I like that it was close this week. Yeah. I really like the fact that it came down to 6,000 viewers. Like, that's insane. Yeah. So, um, so we got to see Jericho's lexicon of Le Champion, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, the Jurassic Express came out. Jungle Boy challenged Jericho to a match. So we'll see that happen uh, in a couple of weeks. You think you challenge me, you little shit? <laughs> now, just to let you guys know ahead of time, WWE and NXT will not be airing on Christmas Day. So Wednesday, Christmas, uh, will not be having a show. So and we'll, They'll have that week off. They'll have that week off. That's or they, good. Or they might pre-tape something. You don't know. Um, but there's not going to be a show basically airing that week, which will be nice. So everyone can... Spend time with their families. Yeah. They don't have to worry about it. And come back next week ready to go for New Year's. Um, so we'll probably take that week off as well just because Christmas is on a Wednesday. Um, you know. I'm waiting for the match between Jake Hager and uh, Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. It's coming. Yeah. It's got to come soon. 
I don't know when Jake Hager's next MMA fight is, but I think that we could probably start seeing him in the ring, even if it's a tag match. Yeah. Like, if we if we go next week, um, we can see Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy going up against Jericho and Hager, and then the next week will be Jungle Boy versus Jericho. Like, I think, I think that would be a fine build for it. Um, or even Marco Stunt against Jake Hager. <laughs> because... Marco Stunt is short for any age. <laughs> uh, after that, we got to see Chris Statlander going up against uh, Hikaru Shida, who is the number one contender. And Chris ended up getting the victory. So I like the fact that they're saying, hey, you know, we we do have a ranking system. Here's our number one contender after she beat Britt Baker. Oh, snap. Chris has just beat the number one contender how is this going to play into the rankings going into next week? Yeah. Like it, it's, I read an article online. This WWE offered that girl a contract. I guess she turned her down for uh, AEW. Nice. Cool. I don't know her. Yeah, I don't either. But uh, I think that's cool. Um, but it, it does show importance to the match. And it shows importance to the rankings. And you know, just because the champion's not on the show doesn't mean that... There are implications to what's going on. Yeah. So I like that. Uh, after the match, Brandy Rhodes and uh, Awesome Kong came out and uh, tried to recruit, I guess, Chris Statlander uh, into the Dark Collection. Another dark Order. Dark, dark Collection. So much dark. AEW Dark. They like dark stuff. Uh, but they ended up inducting a fan. I'm Wrestler. Sure. It, it reminded me of the Straight Edge Society when they brought that girl in. Who was it? Serena. Serena. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it was basically essentially that. Hey, shave my head and I'll I'll join. And then you'll see me at a bar taking some shots. Shot, 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 shot. After that, we got to see Pentagon going up against Christopher Daniels. Fine match. Nothing, nothing too bad. Um, but Pentagon ended up getting the victory. And then the main event, um, I think it only went like, eight minutes or so uh john moxley versus joey janela but what for what it was it was fine and uh john moxley ended up getting the victory yeah uh over to nxt uh killian dane called out anyone to uh fight him it was answered by pete dunn and uh killian dane ended up getting the victory after a uh, sleeper hold i believe was applied to to killian dane from the middle turnbuckle killian dane fell down unconsciously Landed on Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn got knocked out. Ref counted to three because Dane was on top of Dunn. Next week, we're going to have Pete Dunn versus Kevin Dunn. Dunn and Dunn. Dunn and Dunn. Dunn and Dane. Dane and Dunn. Pete Dunn's going to break Kevin Dunn's fingers. Oh, man. Uh, Shayna Baszler went up against, uh, oh, what was her name? Shia Lee? Zia Lee? Anyways. Not good at that one. Uh-oh. Uh, the Forgotten Sons defeated some jobbers. We forgot about them. Forgot about that. Um, Bat Riddle went up against your boy, Cassius Ono. Man. Cassius is always going to lose, I guess. Pretty much. Fuck. Or maybe we'll give him like a good run. Or maybe this could him, be the start of something new. Give him a, a title run. Yeah. Does that have to be the main title? It could be North American. Uh, North American. Come on, give him a title run. Have him go up against Roderick Strong. Fuck. 
Yeah. Have him go up against Leo Rush for the cruiserweight championship. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> a cruiserweight. He is not a cruiserweight. Uh, Kushida was supposed to go up against... Uh, Raul Mendoza. Yes, thank you. And uh, Cameron Grimes decided to attack him instead, and that when it led into a match with, with Kushida. his like hat and his vest, he looks like he's uh, uh, a singer in the group Leonard Skinner. Okay, that motherfucker, douchebag. <laughs> you uh, son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> you son of a bitch, I'm in. What's the job? Uh, Kushida ended up defeating Cameron Grimes. Uh, that took us into the main event. Keith Lee, Tommaso Ciampa, Dominic Dijakovic going up against Undisputed Era. Uh, I, know, I know you want to talk about Cole, a particular camera angle. <laughs> Before that, Cole. Um, Bay Bay. Uh, uh, Roger yeah. Strong and Kyle O'Reilly because Bobby Fish is hurt. Yes. Now, what camera angle? Now, what am I, what am I talking about? I forget. It's Keith Lee. Oh, that was Finn, later on in the match. Prince DeVitt. Yeah, people know him. Uh, no, nah, it was a good match. But at the end, whenever Balor came out and did DDT to uh, Tommaso, and then I guess Keith Lee was at, he was on the floor mm-hmm. outside the ring. But then, like, that angle when they're showing uh, uh, Prince, uh, Finn Balor, about to do a kick, and he's, like, pointing to Adam Cole or whatever. And then uh, Keith Lee just pops up with, like, a pissed-off look on his face. It was a good angle. The monster has angle. arisen. Yeah. It's pretty Dude, cool. It was, it was a good moment. Yeah. Good property. Good shit. Good shit. Uh, so, yeah. It was a good build for... Uh, Keith Lee, he got the, the pin. Yeah. And then next week, we'll see a triple threat match between uh, Finn Balor... Tommaso Ciampa and Keith Lee for the number one contendership to Adam Cole's NXT title. Uh, moving over to hot topics, Goldberg is set to appear on Steve Austin's Broken Skull Sessions on December 15th. Yeah. Did you watch the one with Undertaker? I watched part of it. Man. Like I could probably watch. Thing. I could watch like eight more hours of that. <laughs> that was awesome. He's the egg. It was just, yeah, it's just so weird like hearing that voice coming out of Undertaker after we've heard what we know as the undertaker for so long. Um, so be on the lookout for that. December 15th. Uh, do you happen to have $6,500 on hand? No. Okay, good. Uh, Bray Wyatt's custom championship belt on sale for $6,500. If you want to buy it, no. there you go. Or if you want to spend, which one would you buy that one or a Jeff Hardy Mardi Gras belt? Neither. I would take the money and <laughs> do many other things like go to Disney and buy all of the speed, the all the stuff, speed passes, all and the stuff, highest I want dinner everything you have in this store. Thank you. Please. Give me the top tier dinner plans and all of it. Yes. I just want to come home with a bucket full of candy. Candy. Good candy. Good candy. Uh, for those of you who want a tiered system for the WWE Network, it is expected to launch in 2020. Like what? What do you mean? There's going to be a free version where you get very limited programming. There's going to be the regular program, which... Uh, the regular tier, which is supposedly what we have now, then there'll be a premium tier, which will have some exclusive content. You have you, to pay more. You pay a little bit more, but you get like exclusive content. Try to you get, up the price, you son of a bitch. That's right, more money. Uh, so you get exclusive content. You might get like free shipping. You get deals on tickets for stuff for being a premium it's a member. Deal though, I might just stay where we're at because <laughs> you know. Um, you son of a bitch. 
So look forward to that to launch possibly in 2020. No official confirmation, but it is expected. Uh, former WWE superstar Stacey Keebler announced, announced this week that she's pregnant. Congratulations. With George Clooney's baby? You got that baby. I don't think so. <laughs> They're not together They're not together anymore, anymore yeah. Uh, and final bit of Hot Topic news. I think you might like this one. CM Punk says, fuck Hulk Hogan. I wasn't a Hulk Hogan guy. I've met him. I like him less even now. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> and he even went on to the herd with Colin Cowherd saying, Hogan makes people uncomfortable for a lot of reasons. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that clip. Yeah. So there you go. You got anything else you want to add? I thought of something earlier that I forgot about it. So. I got the primal tier in WWE Supercard. Um, I know that there's not a lot of hope for WWE 2K21. Yeah. It's not going to be looking good. No. Uh, hopefully they, were, they can they were work using, something out. They were using files from 2018 in WWE 2K20. Like what? Skins Oof. and, yeah, the stuff that hasn't been updated in a couple I, of years. I knew it. It felt old on yeah. certain aspects of mm-hmm. it. But whatever. No bueno. But like the the mechanics is not too bad it, and like the moves are not too bad. I mean, there's certain things that are annoying. Yeah. But whatever. Whatever. Whatever, whatever. Whatever, man. Anyways, well, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for checking us out. Go to the Kraken website. Sign up for your chance to win a trip for two to WrestleMania. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsForce.com, WrestlingNewsForce.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes, Apple Podcast, whatever, by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher, BeyondPodPlayer.fm, Satchel, and Spotify. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter, WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore A Bear. Podcast crew, I am down here. Tyler Abair, you son of a bitch, I'm in. And we will catch you all next week. I am out. I'm out. Whose kidneys are these?